The following program is sponsored by Marty McClendon and New Beginnings Christian Church of Spokane. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. That's right. There's nothing our God cannot do, especially on this Christmas day. Uh, Welcome to another In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. Thank you for tuning in if you are or were listening to the replay on the podcast of In My Opinion by Marty McClendon all across any uh, podcasting network, your iHeart, uh, your iTunes, your Anchor podcast, and so on and so on, or SoundCloud. You can have your smart speakers play it, of course, and you can always email me at morningshowmarty at gmail.com um, for more information. And of course, find me on Facebook at Morning Show Marty uh, as well. So, Welcome to the show. Thanks again. I hope you have a, a wonderful, incredible Christmas time with your family, your friends, your neighbors, uh, or time with the Lord as well. So as always, we'll start off today's show with scripture to honor the Lord and how amazing it is that this we've survived this year, that we have breath to breathe, that we can honor the Lord in this time. So the first scripture of today and for the weekend um, Great way to start off. It's of course we're gonna honor God, right? Isaiah 7:14 says, Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And then Isaiah 9, 6 um, through 7 says, For for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is a, what a, an appropriate scripture verse, not only for Christmas, but also for the show. So I talk about um, politics from a Christian perspective, about the zeal, the, the peace of God. And his, his, the government, all governments, is on the throne of the shoulders of God. So how cool is that? And of course, for today, Matthew 1, 18 through 25, we all know the Christmas story, but now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife. For that which is conceived in her, in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken to the prophet, which we just read. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph's when Joseph woke from from the sleep, 
He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to her son. And he called, and he called his name Jesus. So they named him Joseph, and uh, Mary named him Jesus, which means God with us, Emmanuel, uh, in fulfillment of the scripture and the prophetic word um, given through Isaiah um, several hundred years before Jesus was born. The Bible is full of scriptures where prophetically um, Jesus fulfilled thousands of them, of these prophetic utterances and words that God's prepared the way that our sins would be forgiven, that Jesus would come to the earth as a babe in swaddling clothings, that would grow up, that would live a perfect life, that would pay the ultimate price to bring atonement, to have a way, the way, the truth, and the life for all of us to receive salvation and eternal life uh, with Jesus, adopted into the family of God. And so we celebrate the birth of Christ, but where, where God entered into the world as a man, as a baby, and so as we're celebrating Christmas, uh, obviously we don't lose sight of why we're doing it. It really is our eternal salvation, our eternity with God is only made possible because God made atonement with for us through his only begotten son. The son that, that showed us how it's done, prepared the way, and is preparing a place for us in heaven. So if you haven't accepted the Lord as uh, Lord and Savior, um, please consider doing so during Christmas, during this time, during today. If you have, rejoice that we have that. And then, of course, as we plan for 2022, now's our time to think about what are we doing with it? You know, as, what we're held, as believers, God doesn't want to leave us where we are. He wants to bring us to the fulfillment of our purpose. The reason we're here in the first place is to honor Him, be in relationship with Him, but be the hands and feet of God. And so for me, it's about calling the church and people into their calling into the civil government to bring righteousness back, as we talked about, the increase of government and peace will be no end, to establish it, to uphold with justice and righteousness. That's part of our job as our ambassadors and the hands and feet of Christ in the world. So Christmas show, of course, it is also politics show. So there's a few stories I want to cover today before we have fun and off into spend time with our family. Uh, and, of course, uh, we are still looking for a sponsor after January. So if you have a business or a ministry that you want to get your name out, that you want to support this this ministry, uh, please reach out to me at morningshowmarty at gmail.com. But the news stories of the day, most of them are uh, good news, if you will, because we're talking about the good news of Christ today. So that is good. The first news story is that our, the, the Washington State law that was passed last legislative session that mandated that we have a payroll tax added for long-term health care. Basically, um, we had to either opt out of the uh, mandatory withdrawal of, from our paychecks uh, to enroll in our own version of a long-term, um, basically, care um, insurance, or they're going to take it out of our, uh, our check take it into the state, use it for whatever they, they choose to. We would never see it. Um, that came under a lot of pressure because of you and I and everybody else. And now that is temporarily on hold by the edicts of our governor, Jay Inslee. So on one hand, it's great news because they're not going to start collecting the tax starting January 1. So our paychecks won't be hit right now. Um, they're talking about um, revisiting this during the legislative session. 
um, to figure things out because it's a travesty. What's really on the hook here, though, is just because they don't collect it in January doesn't mean they won't come back and do um, retroactively pay it. And so those that, like myself, who have already transferred and opted into enrolling in my own long-term uh, health care insurance, which I probably didn't need even at my age, uh, it's an extra cost to me already. But those that it won't come out of your paycheck and goes to the government right now. But they're saying uh, the Washington Policy Center says that the most likely reason, besides the political fallout from people not liking this tax, is that the, the, the taxes that were passed the previous legislative session by the political left who's in control, I'll just say this, the Paid Family Medical Leave Act and the workers' compensation insurance increases is going to equal a 50% tax, um, payroll tax increase this year anyway. So they figured the additional long-term health care insurance on top of that increase would be too much. You think? And so this is an opinion show. Obviously, uh, um, taxes are burdens, and, we, and we've seen how irresponsible um, this government is at the, at the state level and the federal level, and that's why we need to change these elections. But so the, the, the silver lining is the long-term health care payroll tax or reduction from your paycheck is delayed. The bad news is, oh, by the way, the payroll tax increase of about 50% uh, higher than it was last year is coming because of the long-term, the family medical leave and workers' compensation insurance increases from the last legislative uh, uh, session, two, two sessions ago. Some, I guess some, uh, I wouldn't say this is a good news story, but there's a, a news story that came out um, in the Seattle Times. I know, uh, quoting that is kind of interesting. But also, they were referencing a Quinn Thomas, a public relations firm, who did a, a polling, basically. Uh, it was highlighted in the Puget Sound Business Journal as well. It talked about people leaving Seattle, leaving King County, and leaving Washington State in general. And so the study said that uh, in King County alone, it says that um, over that it's a highlighted majority of King County residents the majority of King County residents are likely to move out of the area within the next five years, seeking a more suburban or rural lifestyle. The largest portion of the respondents, 36%, are planning to leave the Seattle region completely. Though the underline of that is most of those are trying to leave the state, much less go to eastern Washington. But so this is always a problem, though. When people leave liberal cities, not just us conservatives, they go elsewhere and bring their policies or their voting tendencies with them. Don't do that. You are leaving because the policies are terrible in these major blue cities. So they give an example of some of the policies that were passed by the Seattle um, Democrats, leftists, the socialists, and so forth, that are being done at the state level now and the federal level and why these elections are so important. The $15 uh, minimum wage. What we saw even years ago, Doug and I were doing a radio show in Seattle and all the restaurants started to get it boarded up because they can't afford it. They pass on the cost to customers. Customers don't support it. They can't survive. Then they had a hazard pay um, fee that remembered against Amazon there. It's why Amazon moved most of their headquarters to Bellevue. They're probably going to move them to a different um, city. Uh, city of Bellingham did the same thing and Seattle did. Vaccine passports uh, has a negative effect. Of course, poor leadership. Payroll taxes that target only Seattle citizens. Um, they were trying to get rid of um, uh, home heating oils as well, which makes it harder for those that are in their homes to afford it. Anyway, th what this ends up being is people leaving Seattle, leaving King County, 
and leaving Washington State because it's been too oppressive, too costly, and too tyrannical, if you ask me. So story number three, um, which is, once again, a small silver lining, a mixed blessing. The FDA approved. Uh, Pfizer's got a new pill out there to treat COVID once you get it. It's very much like ivermectin. Of course, ivermectin didn't make them any money because it's generic. This one, they signed a $5 billion deal with the federal government. It's our dollars, our $5 billion, going to um, pre-buy these COVID-19 pills. It's supposed to, once you get COVID-19, you're supposed to be able to get these pills at a cost, I'm sure. And you're supposed to shorten your um, bout with COVID, which is what ivermectin did. That's what uh, hydroxychloroquine did. But this one's actually approved, and this actually makes some money. So tongue-in-cheek, obviously, it's, it's ironic, but they found a pill. This may be the answer, though, to open the doors back up, get back to a free society. Obviously, we have to fight take back the freedoms we've given up already through these uh, tyrannical dictates. Number Story number four, definitely not a good news story. Um, the news uh, across the state was my good friend, Senator Doug Erickson, passed away. Um, he was overseas in a foreign country. He did get COVID. He was fighting it there. He was looking for um, monoclonal antibodies. Um, apparently, he got uh, medevac over to Florida for treatment. We don't know if he died of COVID or complications of it, but it sounds like that. Uh, I don't know if Doug was vaccinated. It doesn't really matter. Doug was a, he's two years younger than I am. He's been in the state Senate since 2010. We ran the same time together in 2010. And he served in the House before that. And the reason I mention this, because they're having a funeral for him, this uh, public funeral this coming Wednesday up in um, Bellingham. Doug was a friend. Doug was a conservative. Doug was a Christian, a great father, uh, a great mentor, a role model. He was the first um, public official that when I was a brand new candidate that gave me a phone call, he called, he, he called me every single election on election night uh, to encourage me, to pray for me. Uh, he's a man of God, a man of courage. Uh, he was a Trump supporter as well, boldly. And uh, I know that him and I both ran in 18, and he won by 40 votes. I lost by 104. It was both were very close, but they were trying to take us out because we're both conservative. Uh, in his case, he won. And so I, my prayers go out to his family, but I just wanted to bring that up, that he was a man of God. He's with God. He's with Jesus right now. So on Christmas, he is in the arms of his Lord. So pray for his family. Pray for the Erickson family that they have peace in such a terrible time uh, around the holidays here that um, their father has gone to be with the Lord. Now, the last good news story is it came out this week. And for all of you, remember I was talking about the critical race theory. Remember we're talking about how Merrick Garland, the attorney general for the U.S., um, basically working with the National Association of School Boards um, to label parents as terrorists. Well, the pushback, the media attention to it has been so tremendous that 40% of the state's school boards have withdrawn their membership. They've lost billions of dollars, or at least hundreds of millions of dollars, they said. It was a lot of money. So about 40% of their funding is gone right now, what they're saying. Uh, and more school districts and more state school boards associations should withdraw from this because you don't want to use this tyrannical government to enforce their mandates against us and, and to label parents as domestic terrorists. So what I'm saying is you're doing the right thing. Keep showing up. Keep speaking up. 
this is the key. We are winning. Um, there are many commentators, even on the left right now, are saying that this is over, that this overreach has gone too far, and the majority of the nation has just like, we're done. Uh, no more masks and so forth. So I, I said it was the last good news story. There's one more good news story that came out just on Thursday that really made me smile because remember how the almost the most tyrannical part in the world has been Australia. They've locked down their people. They've tackled them with they had vaccines. They had COVID concentration camps, literally, where people would climb the fence and they would uh, do a nationwide manhunt to return them. They have no civil rights like we do. They don't have the Constitution. They don't have their Second Amendment rights, so they can't defend themselves. Very, very dangerous. Well, the prime minister just came out on Thursday and said, all right, these lockdowns, they're not working. We're still having outbreaks of the Omicron. Um, everything we've done as far as the the enforcement, the police state, the mass mandates, the lockdowns, that's not working. So they said, we're going to reverse course and say, this, we're going to get Omicron. It's very contagious, but not deadly. It is like the flu. There's no way for us to stop it. So we're going to reverse it and say, be free, just make common sense choices. Make good, solid choices for yourself. You know, wear a mask, whatever, wash your hands. This is what we should have been done for the first time. Trust the people, give them the, the advice, give them the information that is actually accurate information, and allow us as American citizens, as humans, as citizens of the world, if you will, for those that are more globalist in nature, to make our own decisions for our own health, to be prudent for us. And then we live with our own consequences, but we need to be free. And so that, that's a great sign that the most oppressive regime, I'm not talking about Russia or China, because that's different, they're communists, that's the nature of them, but a democracy that is an ally of ours that has been um, to basically the nth degree of being tyrannical, locking people up, putting them in camps, is now saying it doesn't work. We're going to reverse course and actually give the advice to our citizens and allow them to make their own choices to go on living. I think that's absolutely the right thing to do, something we should be pushing for right here in the good old U.S. of A. And, of course, now it's Christmas. Uh, I want to do a couple of things. You wouldn't be a Christmas, honestly, if we didn't have Charlie Brown Christmas and Linus speaking. So let's listen to this. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. 
Isn't that amazing? Of course, it's it's the scripture verse from a Charles Schultz, the peanuts. That's what Christmas is all about, uh, is our Savior is born, the celebration of God's fulfillment of his promise, of his restoration. I just love that. When God is faithful, he is faithful. His word does not return void. Every scripture verse out there, God shows you that not only is he faithful, but he has the best intention for us. When Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he has plans of, to give us a future and a hope, he meant it. Obviously, in Christ is where we go. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I want to encourage all of you to appreciate, be thankful for the things that God's given you in your life, um, for wherever you've been going through this year. Because this has been a tough year on top of another tough year in 2020. Um, and, of course, this is not a silver lining thing. It's one of those things where there have been real damages. Our kids have been masked. Um, they've been, um, we've seen the highest or the increase in suicide, increase in uh, overdoses, increase in whatever at record levels. Yes, we're dealing with record levels of inflation and, and burdens, and we need to pull together to get out of this. But the very first thing is to return to our foundational principles. Us and God first, get right with God, defend and protect your family, uh, draw them close to your concentric circles, and then do something to save this nation, your, your community, um, and so forth. That comes with elections, comes by getting engaged in your church, in your civil government, in your city council, and school boards, all the preaching stuff I always do, but it's even more important now. The people are looking for a place to belong. I was at America Fest just this last week with my friend Doug Bassler. We have an interview on our show today at 10, 10.30 or 10 o'clock that you can listen to as well, where we did there down in Phoenix. How encouraging it was for me to hear these young uh, men and women with our great speakers, and the message was consistent. It was return to God. Take a Sabbath. Make sure you have your core principles correctly. Yeah, get married young, have babies, uh, be counterculture in that way. The only way we'll restore America is we just turn to God, which is what we've been preaching for this whole time. But then every one of them says, then get engaged. Now's the time to not only take these elections, but hold our politicians accountable because we the people are in charge. We the people are the government. The Constitution is the highest law of the land, honors and says that our rights come from God. But government is instituted to protect to protect those rights. So we, the people, though, are the government, and so those that act like they're in leadership are not in leadership. We are, and so we have we have a duty to hold them accountable, and we can't do so unless we're engaged in the process. And for our leaders to be people of good moral character, which is what our founding forefathers uh, said we had to have, we have to be of good moral character, starting with our families, starting with our sons and daughters, having these relationships talking about the political, the civil government duties, about bringing salt and light, bringing righteousness, about having righteous leaders. But as the word said today, that, that his government is upon his shoulder forever to bring righteousness and true judgment, righteous justice, righteous judgment. So uh, on this, as I'm this Christmas, one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time is Garth Brooks. I want to play a little bit of it for you. As uh, we're not done yet, but I'm going to play this for your enjoyment. Oh, that's the wrong song. Here we go. Here we go. Tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere. 
The shepherds all were watching Over the sheep that night When a guiding star shone from heaven And they followed that holy light I'll play the rest of this as we tune out for today, but I just want to thank you for tuning in for making the In My Opinion show a success. That's for responding, for adding your prayers, for your support, but also for tuning in to Doug and Marty versus the world at 10 o'clock. We want to ask for your blessing for the American Christian Network. Uh, what a great team and Tom Reed over there. What a, a good friend of mine and all the broadcasters on, on the show support them. Yeah, on the on the network, uh, they're doing great things. This is a ministry, trying to encourage people. But we know that each and every one of you uh, were made by God for a purpose. That He knew you before the foundations of time. That you're here on this earth to fulfill your purpose. Well, I said as the America Fest, they said the biggest problem today and what the enemy, the devil, the Satan, and the leftists have done to our kids is they. I've told them there is no purpose. They've told them there's no absolute truth. They told them that they're that they're not made for a purpose. So our kids and our, our young adults are lost. If there's no purpose, there's no reason for living. They try to fill it with different things. So I want to encourage you to if you reach out to a young person, to remind them that they're made for a purpose, that there is an absolute truth. It is God. And as Christmas, we celebrate that truth, that God fulfilled his promise, that is true, that Jesus Christ came to the earth as a baby that he grew up, grew up as a perfect life, showing the way, died on the cross, rose again, and he's up to heaven, and he's coming back. So we can rejoice in this time that God is faithful, that we're here for a purpose, that our time is short, that we can be loving and caring, but God's put something in each of us, a dream, a purpose, a position um, to go seek it. So be brave, be bold, be courageous, and step out in faith this season. Celebrate God. Draw close, get that right, that part done for right. Make amends with your family members. Make amends with your friends. Uh, I encourage you, now's the time for resetting, redrawing, uh, restarting if you have to, whatever it be, physically, spiritually, emotionally. There's still time. God be the glory and blessing to you. I can't wait for 2022 and hanging out. So I'm going to end with the rest of the song. God bless you all, and I'll talk to you in, or next week, and Happy New Year. Humble Christ was born and God sent out salvation On that blessed Christmas morning Him for 
Christ is 